Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are covering WCW Saturday Night on TBS from August the 17th, 1991. Once again, it's a new year, but the same old BTT coming at you this week. And before we get rolling and I throw it to Doc and Hopper, I want to give a special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly, disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, good old Justin. Thank you for your generous support on Patreon. And a couple of uh, new or returning patrons this week, Danny S. And someone named WP. Thank you for either uh, signing up for Patreon or coming back. And you, too, can get a shout-out along with watching the video versions of our shows and get access to the upcoming Clash that we got coming up in about a week and a half, two weeks. All 15 Clashes of the past that we've done, the WCW pay-per-views, everything like that is on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash BTT. The world-class shows are there. The NWA Power shows with Sparks and the little fella Half Pint are all there as well. ECW shows with the Boston Bad Boys, Mike and JV. Again, tinyurl.com slash BTT. Um, no commercials, just hardcore old-school wrestling analysis and outlaw mud show shenanigans that only myself and Doc and Harper can provide as the Pac-Man ringtone goes off on Doc's phone. I, I, I thought it was muted. Nah, I'm messing with you. It's cool. Right. Um, <laughs> Doc, um, Doc, this is, um, ah, I don't know. We're well, we usually this. ask us how we're doing tonight, and the truth of the matter is we're not doing fucking good. How about that? Yeah. And the reason we're not doing good is that the news came out today that Jay Briscoe, one of the best wrestling personalities and wrestlers in one half of the ROH Tag Team Champions, passed away. Yeah, we found out an hour before we started. Basically. Yep. Apparently it was a car wreck in Delaware. Details are few. He was 38 years old. Jesus Christ. I found out during soccer practice tonight when we got done, the boy in the car on the ride home was like, why do you have Jay Briscoe pulled up? And I was like, oh, yeah, he died today. And he goes, no, because he, he loved that fucking fight on the farm. Can't show him all the promos because he don't need to see that kind of language all the time. Um, I got to I got to tell you, Jay Briscoe is one of two guys that I think approached the wrestling business the way it ought to be approached in 2022, 2021, 2020. Uh, the Jay other Briscoe is was, Jay Briscoe was real, real, real. real uh. Um. 
you know, we sit here weekly and we talk about pro wrestling and we talk about if you think about it, the stuff that we really buy into, you look at and you go, man, that's this is some good shit. And you're like that, you know, it's that old thing that Doc used to always say when we first started the show is like, you know, yeah, hey, man, we know that wrestling's fake, but that motherfucker right there is real. Uh, Jay, Jay Briscoe was the, the real one. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I got two promos pulled up, Doc. One of them you'll remember quite well. It was when he um, cut the promo on EC3 before um, the 19th anniversary, ROH anniversary show. Do you remember that promo? Uh, where he's talking about shaking hands and controlling narratives and shit. I thought I would play it in tribute to him because the the shit is just phenomenal. The way he, I mean, he single-handedly, basically, if you had doubt in buying that pay-per-view, you were going to buy it after you listen to this. I'm going to play it real quick. It's not long. Here it is. Um, yeah, EC3 is on the warpath of control your narrative and, Jay Briscoe tells him to go fuck himself and uh, essentially not with those words but here it is EC3 you just mosey on in here man you talking about control your narrative what son how long has it took for you to figure that out I can't tell you how many times WWE has called us wanting us to come WWE offered us deals max level NXT deals you know what I told him I said, man, I could do that landscape. You worry about me controlling my narrative? Come on, man, control yo. How many times you done went up there and tried to become a superstar? That superstar bullshit. I'm good sitting right here fighting whoever we got to fight. I never have gone nowhere and I never will go nowhere. I live on this damn farm. Ain't nobody taking me out of here. So EC3, you wonder if honor's real? You want to know why I don't shake your hand? I'm gonna put it to you like this. You don't deserve to shake my hand. This hand right here, Mitsuharu Masawa, Samoa Joe, Kinsuke Sasaki. I've locked eyes with Brian Danielson. Shook his hand. I've locked eyes with Tyler Black. All the people I've shook hands with all around the world, man. And you want mosey all in and talk about, hey, Jay, shake my hand. Hell no, I ain't shaking your hand. You don't deserve my damn handshake. And especially because you can't look me in the eye. I mean, least you could do is look me in the eye, then maybe I might consider shaking your hand. But you can't even look me in the eye, man. If you give me a damn fight and look me in my eyes, then I'll shake your hand. But only after I whoop your ass. I remember watching that on the treadmill and I immediately texted Doc and said, go watch ROH from this week right now or as soon as you can. You got to hear this promo Jay Briscoe just cut leading up to the pay-per-view. He was just real, man. He was just real. Um, I do have another one that he cut on the Young Bucks that I thought was gold too. (laughs) But but, um, you want to play the next one first or you want to comment on that one? Well... That was a great promo. He usually had them, but it wasn't, you know, to me, outside of the tag team world, the thing that got me going the most, and it's, we've said this before, I'll never forgive ROH for leaving money on the table by not going long with the Jay Lethal, Jay Briscoe feud. That yeah, was I remember the, you saying that. 
that was one of the biggest missed opportunities in modern wrestling history. And the sad part is, for me, I think, is that the Briscoes now, as a tag team, aren't going to be exposed to a bigger audience. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's. I thought that too. That's a, you just nailed it. Because together, I think Jay was the bigger star of the two, but together, um, they're they're a bigger draw, bigger name. And I think when you only have Mark, it's n- it's just not the same. It's just not the same. Um, it, it, but that's a wrestling thing. I mean, in real life, like it fucking sucks for Mark. I mean, he lost his brother. I, right. I don't. I don't. You know, wrestling is minor compared to. Yeah, for real. The discussion, you know, of him losing life. Did he have kids? And, was he oh, married? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It, it's it's fucked up, man. It's it's thirty eight. You know, it just is. You know, people use the term tragic all the time. Um, I Doc, he single handedly, or both of them really did, get pretty much. I mean, there was Jay Lethal too, but. I'm going to put it on the Briscoes for single-handedly, like, that's why we watched ROH for so long. I mean... Yeah, yeah. This dude was a verbal assassin every week on on promos. Like, they... And then Mark was kind of the comedy guy, but he was also a badass, too, as we'll see in a second on this promo I'm going to play. Yeah, but they, they were the team that everybody else came and went and moved on. Yeah. To bigger and better things, and they were the constant there. Probably because they were making more money at the chicken farm than by wrestling, but whatever. You heard what Briscoe, you heard what he said there. He was like, I, I can make more money landscaping than I can on your NXT deal. Right. That's nice. All right. I'm going to play this one. This will be just the second one I'll play. And this is, uh, this was last year, beginning of the year, uh, when all the, you know, they were cutting promos on their YouTube channel in various places, basically talking about AEW being scared to to bring them on, and and they start shooting on the Young Bucks uh, YouTube channel right here, and I get a kick out of this all the time because Mark is also eating food in the background, which he was phenomenal with. Like I said, he was he's kind of a little bit of comedy, but it's still badass to me. Um, here it is. Baby, hold on, 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 hold Cause you act like you this big rebel, knowing damn well you got your little daddy Tony protecting your ass. Uh, Y'all don't uh, want us in that bitch. No, 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 no. See, to me, this reminds me of three different states of the human condition. The one being, you're barking up the wrong tree, buddy. Number two being, you're playing with fire. And number three being, you're letting your mouth write checks that you can't cash with your ass. No. Can't cash it with your bitch ass. You heard the man. Man, do I really need to remind you 
Who you looking at right now? Huh? Man, hey, I'm gonna take you back 15 years. Who was it that really set the wrestling world on fire? 07, huh? Hey, don't let your bosses try to lie to you. All they did was have a little YouTube show. Who really did this shit? <laughs> huh? Hey, hey, what was you doing 15 years ago? What was y'all boys doing? Bitch, I think it was KC McKnight or some shit like that. What was that. you doing, KC? Huh? Man, you know who you got? You don't know who you messing with, son. I'm trying not to cuss. You don't know who you messing with, boy. Y'all scared? Ain't gonna happen no way. Ain't gonna happen. Y'all don't want us in that bitch, man. The ball is in your courts. If hey, you understand what I'm saying. What is in there. The ball is in hey, your court. All your bosses know damn well what's going to happen. We get in that bitch. It's over. We ain't coming in that bitch. Get a paycheck. Shit, we got money. We coming in that bitch to take over. Mm. Damn right. Going in there. Turn <laughs> Mark eating <laughs> fucking pudding in the background. It's always <laughs> the fucking greatest thing. Or whatever he's eating. Um, so for the record there... They're not talking about the Young Bucks. I think they were talking about the FTR at that time, but they were directing it towards the Young Bucks, calling them, you know, their bosses since they the EVPs. And and they were saying, like, yeah, you know, your fucking bosses know what the deal is, and that's why we ain't there. I, I Again, this ain't even one of their better promos. It just was one that stuck out to me as I saw it, it on their but, Facebook but, page and stuff. It, I believe him. I do too, man. He was real. I bet that he was like a wrestling promo. It Same just more. feels like it. It just sounds like two guys talking shit. They're gonna beat the shit out of somebody for real. Oh yeah, that's exactly what it was. That's yeah. that's the crazy part. And that, and yeah, that's so exactly like every what it was. every couple of like I you know look we're we're busy. I can't keep up with everything going on in the fucking independent scene of wrestling. But about every two months, I remember one night, you know, I'm laying in bed or something. And I flip over to their their Twitter channel so that I can keep up with the latest promos like that that they cut. And they're always good. Every time. I remember one time you texted me and you were like, bro, Jay Briscoe scaring the shit out of me. I'm like fuck are you talking about he like that motherfucker's cutting a promo and he's shooting a fucking gun up in the air pop pop they're down at the pond and just popping off rounds while they're cutting promos that's like dude they mean business the whole saying man that wrestling might not be real but man them dudes is real uh let me ask you a question doc there's plenty of questions or discussions about you know who the best tag teams in the world are and things like that like today today you know and there's you know you got FTR obviously you got you had the Briscoes in your opinion um, who is or was the best tag team in the world modern I would have said the Briscoes then FTR I would have said the same thing what about you Harper about that because you see I think the Briscoes were never touched by a major promotion so they were never we call it pacified or cleaned Watered up down. yeah right they weren't ever uh, action figures they were never homogenized no 
sterilized. Dude, and, and FTR just doing what they were told had to like shave each other and shit on WWE TV when they're wrestling the Usos. Yeah. Skits. Emasculated. Yeah. I really believe that though. I believe that they told WWE like. I'm sure they had conversations and and WWE was like telling them what they wanted to do and oh yeah they were both like y'all joking right fuck you like no and yeah. doc you know you said something years ago you said man can you imagine this is probably like 2016 we hadn't been doing the show long you're like can you imagine if Mark and Jay Briscoe ever went to the WWE you were like they would be like the bushwhackers licking babies' foreheads, and like they would turn them into a comedy act. Look what they did with War Machine. Yeah, savages. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true, huh? I love them. I saw them uh, wrestle with, uh, when it was here. I think it was the first May that I was here. At the Alario Center, you know, we're in the back. And I saw him. I was like, "Dude, that was some good shit, man. That was some good fucking shit." Because yeah, they good. Because they look like fucking people. Badasses. Like, yeah, like you just didn't want to fuck with these people. Yeah, they 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 looked apart. And they put a horn on their head and made them Vikings. Yeah. It's... Hey, well, I could see. I could see. They get Mark, the nice Mark, check. Fuck I see. It, man. I can see Mark Briscoe going. I guess. I mean, we can pay no. JB like, no, 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 fuck that. We're out of here. Let's go, Mark. I tell you one thing. I wonder how much they're making now with that, uh, with that chicken farm, with the price of eggs are. Well, I imagine it's closed today. <laughs> you know what he means. I'm laughing, That's but nice. I shouldn't be laughing. But <laughs> dude, eggs are like six bucks a dozen, damn near. Bruh. Jesus. All right. Well. Here's the they thing. They're like six fifty at fucking Rouse's. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but we're, we're, uh, this is, I'm, I, you know, look, we a lot of times we come on here and we're like, that's too young, or or um, guy was old and blah blah blah. But man, thirty eight is way too young. He still has is, shit yeah. to do in a, in a prime of his career, and I'm legit bummed out, man, because I he was one of my. Two or three, four favorite wrestlers in the world. I got only a handful of modern wrestlers that I look at and go, man, the fucking wrestling world is not better if something were to happen to these guys. And he's one so, of them. And he's one of them. And I'm going to tell you who the other ones are. Jay Roman Lethal. Reigns, Jay Lethal. MJF. I don't even know if I put Jay Lethal in that category now, just the way you know he's just not as prominent. But MJF's in that category. Reigns is in that category. Um, that... Legitimately, I look at God, man. Not only you know the wrestling world lost a lot, obviously the world lost a lot, but you take guys like that away from wrestling, it's like, man, it just fucking bums you out, man. I, I read it and was like, please let this be a hoax, you know, because I mean it's social media nowadays. You never fucking know what you're reading, and then started getting tagged and shit. And then I go, and then I see somebody retweeted Tony Khan's, and I'm like, uh, Tony Khan ain't gonna say that if it's not real, and um. Dude, it's fucked up, man. Thirty, bro. That dude is ten years younger than us. Like, that's just yeah, fucking uh, too young. Even forty. No, it's just he's too young. Oh, uh, man. And then, like, they uh, wouldn't you consider him as like 
that like big punk band that like never signed the big record deal, but everyone knew who the fuck they were and bought their albums anyway. Yeah, street cred out the wazoo, but never sold yeah. a million records. Yeah, right. They never sold out to the man. Right. But I, it, I think you nailed it. It's like they never sold out. They stayed with ROH forever, mm-hmm. and yet, I, I, I think most people in the wrestling world know who they are. Even beyond the wrestling world, probably. Mm. Maybe not, maybe not too. I mean, well, just, I don't know, bro. It, it sucks because you almost wish they would have gone to the WWE because then you could, they could say that they did go there. Yeah, but dude, they would have fucking. Right. They would have pissed all over them. They would have pissed us. You wouldn't any saw anything remotely close to what we just watched. Nothing. Right. Nothing. Nothing. It would have been a just a shit show. Uh-huh. What 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 they would have made them out to be would have been just bullshit. So definitely, in all sincerity, thoughts going out to the Briscoe family. Rest in peace. I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I don't even want to do this episode we're about to do, but we got to do it. Yeah, Mike. book it, bitch. Hey, yeah, look, I'm watching cool. fucking Laverne and Shirley on, on fucking Pluto TV. That sounds good. I tell you one thing, but Penny Marshall back then? Oh, I my. Bro, she got nice <laughs> legs. I hit it. Look how he just segued from, like, a serious topic about the loss of one of our community Bruh. of the wrestling business into Laverne. Yeah, we Mike. we're talking about a serious topic I know. here. So am I? He can't. And he, <laughs> he can't. And he, dude, pivots like a twelve-year-old to Penny Marshall's Look legs at her with the what L the on her boobie. Jesus Christ! Make our dreams come true. Um, in all seriousness, yeah, uh, we do need a. I'm sorry, man. We got we got all right. We got R.I.P. It's yeah. R.I.P. And now we gotta and now we gotta put on our working boots and get through this episode. And I will say this before we jump into the episode of one one new five star review on Podcast Attic. It was from Aaron Lester. He says the best lean wrestling podcast you can find. So I wanted to make mention of uh, that one new five star review on Podcast Attic. And if you uh want to leave a five-star review please do so on podcast attic or on itunes slash apple Podcasts. and if you leave a five-star review and type something up uh basically saying how great this show is we will definitely read it on air um i don't know why but i am showing another one from december 27th and i know i've read this one before but i'm going to read it again from podcast attic because it popped up again like it was new it's from the vagina wisp i'm, I'm not joking oh. it's on podcast attic and this person says, I was done by the time Harper said the hurricane was two out of three falls in Lake Charles. Um, <laughs> Five-star review, if you remember when he said that. I remember so, that one. Yeah. I do. Um, let's, uh, on, on that particular note, uh, maybe we'll weave five-star review in or five-star relief into this week's episode. But uh, we are covering August 17th of 1991, a big, long two-hour episode. Uh, lots of stuff happening here. This show was taped August the 6th, 1991 in Sioux City, Iowa at the convention center. There was a reported 1,580 people in attendance. And um, 
the crowd was like pretty damn loud this episode, which was, uh, I guess there's not much to do in Sioux City, Iowa. Maybe our buddy Will Harkey out there who lives in Iowa can tell us uh, how the nightlife is in that area. Oh, but uh, the show starts off. JR talks about a few of the matches coming up in the World Tag Title Tournament in this episode. Remember, we got that going on. Um, I don't know if any of these teams outside of two of them are really World Tag Title contenders, but hey, it is what it is. Dustin Rhodes is also going to wrestle Steve Austin for the TV title. Um, But first, we're going to go to the Tag Title Tournament, and uh, we're going to see a match between a couple of teams here. Uh, They tell us it's a semifinal but it's actually a quarterfinal match. Uh, Doc, anything from the opening, or can we go to Ricky Morton and Terry Taylor versus the Patriots in an opening round quarterfinal matchup for the tournament? We can. It's just we have an executioner here. Yes. We'll get into that when we get there. More to yes. come. The executioner. We'll talk about that um, as we cover this event on this episode. All right. Um for some reason, we go to commercial, too, before we really get the match started. But, uh, Doc, what do you have from uh, Ricky Morton and Terry Taylor versus the Patriots? Um, we don't get first names when Morton and Taylor come out on the Chiron. Yeah, just Taylor and Morton. I said Ricky. I'm sorry, Richard. Richard, Richard Morton. Richard. Terrence Taylor. Richard. Richard. His name is Richard. It was Ricky when he was a kid. <laughs> so what if he's gay? <laughs> uh, what a great show that was. <laughs> y'all want to tell the people where y'all are getting that from before people no, go, what are y'all joking about? Live your own okay. life. We're, we're just living ours, and if you Talk want involved. Boom. <laughs> Topper's like <laughs> spazzing out over there. <laughs> So, man, Morton's mullet is super Karen right there. If you put that wig on on a woman, she's complaining to everybody, not just the manager. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's got a baby on her hip screaming at somebody. And a lit cigarette somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's T that for any, uh, you got to be a patron so you can see the video version of this. But his hair is the top is super teased up and he's got that long mullet like he's still got to this day. Brother just won't let go of that gimmick, will he? And uh, he does, he looks like a super Karen right here. I mean, if you look that still shot I'm on right there, he looks like a super Karen. Mm, He looks like the boss at the end of the game. The boss. Yep. Um, this felt more like a U.S. tournament match to me than a World Tag Team tournament match, but maybe that's just me. No, it's that's why I said there's not really contenders in this thing. Okay. Um, my question would be, what is Chip, the Firebreaker's heel turn, look like? Um, um, I don't know. Maybe a little a cat stuck in the tree, and he's like, fuck that cat. I'm not getting him out the tree. <laughs> Uh, maybe he'd just stand there and let the buildings burn. Yeah, he's like, I'm not worried about that kid. You go get him. Fuck you. You shouldn't have left him in there, you dumb fucking bitch. Maybe he starts throwing fireballs. <laughs> Jesus. What? Throwing fireballs. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is good. He's no, like, no, like, like lit, like you know, like what uh, when flash paper. Cornette, yeah, yeah, flash paper when Cornette lit up uh, Garvin. Oh yeah, right. He's the opposite. 
he's still talking about fire safety, but then he throws fireballs. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I can see okay. that. Um, 15.07. All right. Yeah, because they this go a little while. This bullshit is two hours, bro. That's not I needed. see that. Yeah, it's terrible. We got to get through this. So, look. Camera misses the hot tag here. Hold on. I have to go back just a little bit. Yeah. Because here it comes. Yeah. Yeah, he missed it. I mean, they were right on top of it, so you couldn't even tell that he tagged them. Right. And then everything's happening, and they go to the crowd. For right. What? Just, Why did to show the crowd excited. I guess they figured, oh, look, they're holding up merch. I guess, you know. I don't know. Everything was airtight, brother. Um. So the finish, Chip makes the hot tag to champion. He's rocking and rolling. He's got the heels on the run, all four guys going at it. Champion hits Taylor with essentially is Taylor's own finisher. It's a five-arm, and Champion and Chip win the tournament match, and they're going to move on to the to the next round, um, the semifinals. So there is that. Uh, Champion looks like uh, Dolph Lundgren and, and, and the Universal Soldier with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Remember that movie? Yeah. And yeah. he's – and Champion – I don't know if I realized it. I remember them back in the day, but he's a big bastard too, man. That motherfucker yeah. big. Like he looks good in the ring. I'm not, you know, just his statue. He he's got a good I mean, look. The gimmick is just so bad, though. A fireman. Well, no, no, no. That's that's Chip. I'm talking about Champion. Champion. Yeah, right. Champion looks great. But Chip, yeah, the whole fireman thing is. I don't, bro. I don't. Uh, yeah. That whole fireman thing, I feel like, is just something trying to piggyback on. Get that? Like, who's like, okay, we got a soldier. Why don't we make them both soldiers? Uh, One wears a a desert camo, and the other one wears a jungle. No, no, no. We're gonna make one a fireman because who doesn't love a fireman? (laughs) Yeah, that sounds great because everyone loves a fireman, right? Yeah, I don't get it. Kids love firemen. Well, after Champion and Chip move on and win uh, the tournament match, we do go to a video clip. It's Jim Ross and Pauly. They throw it to footage of Lex Luger, Harley Race, and Mr. Hughes attacking Ron Simmons. Uh, Simmons is cutting a promo and is attacked by Race and Luger. But Wyndham comes out, and he makes a save on Simmons' behalf, it seems, which is maybe kind of odd when you think about, well, isn't Wyndham supposed to be a heel? But Jim Ross and Paul Lee speculate um, and then Wyndham, on why Wyndham would have done this. And uh, Wyndham does have an explanation. Uh, he says he's been through this and he's had Luger turn on him before. And, you know, he knows how it feels. And because of that, you know, he felt it was his duty and obligation to help Ron Simmons. So that's why that's why he helped him. Um it appears that they're going to have some kind of partnership because of common interest. You know, your enemy is my enemy type deal. Anyway, Doc, any thoughts on this uh, little video package and Wyndham saving Ron Simmons here? I like Wyndham's it. Got a, he, he's got a point. I mean, it's kind of, it is true. I like it. And Barry Wyndham's involved, so I'm here for it. Yeah, and I guess you kind of, we know how, I was going to say the horseman, but he's not really a horseman. We know how heels can be, you know, always jumping somebody. So I guess it is good to have 
you know, someone to have your back. And it was a pretty impassionate promo by, by Barry. It was quick, but you know, he just explained, look, man, I got, you know, I got, I got Simmons back here. Uh, any other thoughts, doc? No. All right. So we're going to go to the next match. Uh, we go to the diamond stud versus TC Carter. God, these Burger King commercials are killing me. I got fa- I can't fast forward through them fast enough. I'm scarred still. To Dude, this I, they show that commercial nonstop during the football games. The the uh, new the, Burger King commercial. Da, 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 you're balling like a king on a budget. Big K, have it your way. Dude, I tune that shit you straight cool. out. I got a, I got like a block, like I'm autistic. I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, man. Dude, why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm laughing because I've been thinking about that stupid commercial. Every time I see it, I think of Burger King thing. And it, it it's just like, I, I like, oh, you know how doc, like all the things these corporations do. And we see this stupid commercial every week when we're watching football and it's that jingle BK have it your way. And I'm thinking to myself that have it your way has been around since you and I worked there 30 years ago. Right. And, the tagline is still there, but these stupid sap mark ass bookers for this company put a stupid jingle to it you that yes, what? we're talking about it right now, but we're only talking about it because we never eat there. If you and I ever won the lottery, we need to take a significant portion of that to become major shareholders in Burger King and just close it down. <laughs> Do they even? I like Burger King. If I had to pick one, I'll take them over McDonald's. You, you go go apply for a job there. No, I right. say if I go, it's like a porno store. I'll go one end, but fuck, I don't want to fucking work there. Bro, y'all want y'all want hear no. something funny while we're watching Diamond Stud beat Dude, down TC, TC Carter, Carter? Was super fly, dog. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he had a pimp hat on when we hit him in the ring. Anyway, what do you got for us? All right, remember I told y'all I don't want to say where he worked, but the the oldest was working at a fast food place. Oh, how'd that go? Well, oh yeah, that's well, right. Well, so he got another job, and he walks in, bro. These these, these young kids, bro, they ain't giving you I'm no done. two weeks oh, or nothing, no, bro. Yeah. He walked in, worked his shift, and at the end of the shift, he tells the manager, "Yeah, this ain't working for me no more. Uh, this is my last day." <laughs> He did it on his last. He did it on his. He did it on his last shift. But see, here's the thing, he bro, he complained all the time. I was like, dude, I know, I've been there. I was like, I know, I've done it. Like, like he's everything he's telling me. I told him ahead of time. He's exactly. like, yeah, he's you know, the first person and only person on planet Earth working at a shit job for a fast food place. Well, all he did was go get another. It's a different type of restaurant, but he's making like damn near double. So I was like, I couldn't even be mad at him. Like, no. what am I gonna say? You supposed to you supposed to keep working for this minimum wage for another two weeks? No, they still paying minimum wage. I mean, it ain't much more. They can, get, a, they can get away with it because these little assholes. What are they gonna do? We form a union. <laughs> I mean, but he he told them, "Now nah, I'm out. I'm peace. Peace out." All right, yeah. uh, back to and, and he's now got a like I said, damn near making double what he was making uh, at the new place. Uh, Diamond Stud versus TC Carter. Uh, before the match, the Diamond Stud has some words for the fans, and and uh, he says, 
Do you know what time it is? It's stud time. It was so bad and cringy. Available broads in Sioux City, Iowa to come to the ring. God, what what those chicks look like. They were too busy gumming the gaps in their teeth from the meth use. Did you have anything from the match, Doc? No, nothing. Diamond Stud wins with the razor's edge or whatever they call it. Where is this at? Iowa. Sioux City. No, but where it? Sioux Falls? Iowa. Iowa. Sioux City, Iowa. Oh. Okay. S U E. No, no, hold hold on. Hold on. S I O U X. (laughs) What are you looking up? I'd have got to know. We need to have a BTT spelling bee. I'm just curious, what building is in Sioux City Falls, Iowa, where they could the have a show there? I told you, they're at the convention center. They're at the corn silo. No. Oh. oh, boy. Yeah, the convention center. Well, we haven't held okay. corn in that silo for years because we just put all our meth and speed in there. Come Stop. <laughs> meth is a food group there, too, right? Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Boy, that got the people in the Smokies hot when Hopper said that on that Smoky Mountain show years ago. If you don't want it, if you do, hey, you know what? If you don't want that to be said, then don't let it be true. Go out and police your communities and lay off Harper's ass. That's right. Straight <laughs> up. <laughs> okay. Go really we're not hard, we're Jesus. not over here just baking this shit up. All right, moving right along. Paulie Dangerously is in the WCW Control Center. And boy, oh boy, um, he reviews last week when Black Blood and One Man Gang won their match against Ellie Gante and Big Josh. But Black Blood, who was Billy Jack, is now gone, and someone called the Executioner will take his place. Now, Wikipedia claims that Black Blood was fired over a pay dispute, but Wikipedia also says that he had a knee injury around this time. Uh, I always thought from what I read and maybe it's just the stories that were said at the time, it was because of the pay dispute anyway. So send an email to Chris Harper, 16 at wildcat with yeah. a com If you want to tell us, you know why he is gone, but black blood is gone, had a cup of coffee. Now we got somebody called the executioner. I wouldn't get too used to him from what I remember. Um, doc, any thoughts on this announcement? Yeah, um, I don't think we're going to miss Black Blood, to be frankly honest. Okay, so then we go to the next match. Let me go. This um, These matches are actually moving ahead quite quickly. Oh, Paul Lee did go over the U.S. title tournament participants as well uh, before we uh, uh, go ahead. That actual tournament has some heavy hitters in it. I mean, Sting's in it, Arn's in it, uh, Johnny B. Bad, Beautiful Bobby Eaton. Like, we actually have... Dustin Rhodes, like we got people in this that it's it's has a semblance of a tournament. The World Tag Title Tournament, I don't know what the hell they're doing with it. All right, then the next match is after commercial Joey Mags versus Oz. Well, so Oz is actually going to pick up a win here after he's uh, been doing some jobs lately. Doc, any thoughts on this one? Can Oz, can you think Nash can see in that mask? You mean when he's not, walking out? Not yeah. good. Not good. Okay. That's yeah. What I thought. But like he has, he has no. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, when you see like on the side of you. Peripheral like, vision. Right. Yeah. 
It's probably like he's looking through fucking binoculars. God, I should ask Harper how to spell peripheral. Or, or binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, we're getting ready to get the Oilers right here, pal. Look. Yeah, you see that? Bill Bates. This is, I don't even know. Who NFL on TNT, man. NFL dude. on TNT. I don't remember that being. Oh, yeah, bro. I we're do. Whoop that ass. Yeah, the man. Oilers I remember it. Shit. Warren Moon can suck a dick, pal. He needs That's to go nice. beat up his wife again. Come on. Come on, Doc. What the hell is wrong with you? I get crazy when we talk about football, man. I can't help it. Yeah. You know, I people lo- make I mistakes. Lose, I lose my mind. Yeah, we see that. That's quite obvious. All right. Anything from Oz and his beatdown of Joey Maggio? He's here? blonde now. He was gray before. That's a hard transition to make, to go from gray <laughs> to blonde. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Oh, yeah, look at um, that. Usually it goes the yeah. other way. Now, during this match, Heyman popped me. Joey Mags is from Baltimore, and he called Mags a Baltimoreon. Do you have a timestamp, or you just wrote no. it down? I don't have it either. <laughs> but I thought that was clever of knowing the guy's hometown and oh, letting him have on. it. That is pretty good. Yeah. All right. So I'd also Nash. like to point out that it's August and we're suffering through a two-hour show. It moves quickly, though. Like okay. once you you back out all those commercials, man, and it's not even ninety minutes, man. It's like one twenty five. All right, and then there, you know, you got replays, you got other stuff, and then it's like, okay, what are we doing here? But anyway, uh, Oz wins. Like I guess I don't know what the hell they're doing with Oz. They just needed somebody to fill up some TV time at this point. Um, sidewalk slam, and then um, he's gonna pin him. After that, they go to the top 10, and it is Tony Schiavone breaking down the top 10. We talk about this every single week. I'm getting tired of seeing Elegante on the top 10. It's it's, yeah, it's absurd. This is meaningless. It really is, even because though he's who, down to number six. I mean, does it matter? Does, oh, well, well, if he's number two, is he going to wrestle for the title? I'm with you. Um, yeah, no, it's it's just filling time. It really is. I mean, I, I don't know. Let's see. Steve Austin's five. Sting's four. Um, I didn't write it all down. Do Nikita Koloff. Simmons is two. So who's one? Barry. Yeah, I mean, at least I got Elegante. So why is Simmons getting the title shot? Can't answer that, Doc. Shut up. Yeah, come on. Cafe, brother. What the hell? All right, let's go to a match. We got Cactus Jack versus Smoky Mountain Wrestling legend Larry Santo. Cactus is in the house. We haven't seen Cactus. Dude, has he got a bandage on his head? <laughs> this is his debut back in the promotion. He's got a bandage on his head. I think he must have got some juice on the indies or something. He sure does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you have from this one, Doc? 5140. I got a timestamp, but I don't remember for what. Fifty-one forty. All right. All right. Do you want audio playing or not? No, it's a move of some sort. Okay. Oh, it's this. The kick and then. Yeah, this. Like, damn. Yeah, off the apron. You didn't see this, though. Like that right there? You didn't you know see that to... back in the day. No. You might see that on New Japan in the last five years, but I wouldn't see that a lot. 
Beer City Bruiser used to do that move where he would flip off the apron onto somebody. Yeah. And they'd call it a cannonball. <laughs> um, I saw no, Goto do it in New Japan, and JR was like, that's like a damn Frigidaire coming off from eight He sure <laughs> did. He sure did. He's like, it's like a damn, did he say a refrigerator or a washing machine Something coming like off that. the top? Yeah, because he, he came, but he, I think he came off the top rope. Maybe. I mean, it was it was nuts when he did that. All right, well, Cactus I mean, is going to win. I, I know that Meltzer likes to add a star if it comes from Japan. I automatically subtract a star. All right. Um, Cactus is going to win. He's going to actually uh, do the elbow drop on the floor, and then he's going to roll Santo into the ring. Honestly, Santo took just a beat down this whole match. There was... I don't even think he got any offense in. Anything else from this one, Doc? No, but I'm glad to have Cactus back. Yeah, it was uh, very entertaining. All right, on that note, we need to go to a promo. Let me get it queued up. We got Jim Ross and Harley Race and Lex Luger with Paulie Dangerously. Let's see. Oh, fast right relief. after Fast Relief. Another Fast Relief. We'll talk about Five Star Relief in a second. We- All right, here we go. Let Huh? What? Let's go to this promo now. Welcome back, everyone, to World Championship Wrestling here on TBS. Paul E. Dangerously has gone to the media room with the world's heavyweight champion, Lex Luger, and Harley Race. All right, Ross, you talk about intensity. It is hot right here in the locker room with Harley Race and the total package, Lex Luger. Mr. Use the bodyguard at the door because your enemies have united. Tomorrow night, Harley Race in the Omni, the heavyweight champion of the world, Lex Luger, will take on the All-American from FSU, Ron Simmons. You know, I don't care where Ron Simmons is from, nor do I care if he's coming there with a busload of kids. Simmons, you should have learned your lesson. When you play with fire, you're going to get burnt. When you touch the total package, you're going to get hurt. You know, Ron Simmons, that's just a small taste what you've just seen. What's coming down when you mess with the total package, Lex Luger, the heavyweight world champion, the man of the hour. What everybody's talking about, who everybody's talking about. Because, Ron Simmons, you made a lot of noise. You got our answer. You get even more in the Omni. It doesn't matter where, when, or how. The total package is going to dominate the 90s like never seen before. You can bring 10 busloads of kids. You can be a four-time All-American. You can be a four-time Heisman Trophy winner. But this, Ron Simmons, is about wrestling. And the total package, Lex Luger, is what wrestling is all about. I'm in the driver's seat, and it's going to be done my way. Tomorrow night in the Omni, August 25th, the greatest American bash of all time. Lex Luger, Ron Simmons for the heavyweight championship of the world. And now, because he said so, we're going back to the ring. Did you catch uh, the they're mis- talking. Did you catch the what? mistake? What's that? Heyman said tomorrow night in the Omni, eight, August 25th, tomorrow night. Hmm. So that promo was for next week's show. And I think they show it again on next week's show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. All other right. Than that, other than that, I liked the promo. I thought, you know, Harley's Harley, and I thought Luger had some good intensity to match. Yeah. Dude, I'm sorry. I'm laughing. I agree with you, Doc. I'm laughing because I, I don't know what the hell one man gang Kevin Sullivan are doing. It looks like some weird veto stuff. 
Come on. <laughs> Dude, I'm not going to say that. It just looks. What's wrong with that? Yeah. I, nothing. I'm just saying it, it. they look like they're into some weird stuff together. But what's that supposed to mean? Yeah, I don't I know mean, what that means. I mean, just the gimmick. Like, look at, like, they're, they're, they're like, Sullivan's rolling his eyes into the back of his head and gangs acting like, like, Norman almost. I don't know, bro. Meanwhile, we got the executioner in here with a black mask on, taking a place of Black Bud for this tag match. Who's the match. executioner? I don't know. I try. I, I looked. He's a frumpy looking fella. He almost looks. Uh, if I didn't know any better, I would say that was Tony Anthony. But I think he's too fat to be Tony Anthony. Uh yeah. I don't think that's him. And and the executioner a little bit later was Gordy in right. WWF. Yeah, I remember seeing that uh, like when I was I don't know fuck old I was nineteen eighteen like that Bam Bam Gordy the fuck is he doing? Right, getting getting a paycheck. I'm like, what the well, fuck me, is he doing? Let me tell y'all something. So remember how earlier Doc said, "Man, this is a world tag title match." Talking about Chip and Champion against Taylor and Morton. Well, here we got. In a world tag title tournament match, the gang and the executioner versus Steiner and Kaz. Kazmir. Bruh, Boogie, nothing about uh, this says. This wasn't world good. And they were, and the and the guys didn't work well together. It's bad. And, and you know, you know, you know one of the worst parts about this? So this is actually a semifinal match mm-hmm. because Steiner and Kazmaier beat the Ring Lords and One Man Gang and Black Blood at the time beat Eligante and Big Josh. So this is a semifinal match to see who goes to the finals. I I don't know what else to say about this match other than this is bullshit. Um, <laughs> thank you. I wasn't gonna go there, but it's I think not he gave- good. I think he gave you the uh, the answer. Um, what do you have, Doc? They, I mean, they Nothing. don't go long, this but was, it's this not was, good. My note was this was not good. They didn't. There what? was no flow. They didn't mash well together. They didn't work well together. This was kind of a train wreck. Man, the one man gang could never should ever wear two different colors. Yeah, it doesn't look right. No. He's got red tights on and a black top, and yeah. I don't know how to describe it other than it does not look right. Um, Kazmaier and Steiner win, and uh, that's all I got. It, it, it might get a quarter of a star if you're a Dave Meltzer fan. Just terrible. Yeah, this but is bad, they, dude. They're going to the finals. <sighs> Why are these four okay? Like Rick Steiner, yes, with his brother, sure, deserve to be in a tournament, dude. They nothing about any of these guys is world tag title material. But you know, I digress. We keep the show moving. Um, unless you got it, something else, Doc. Mm-mm. All right, so we'll keep moving. We go to the next match after commercial, and it is Johnny Rich versus Bad Street. With the Freebirds. Yes, Bad Street. I don't think we've seen him in a couple of weeks, but we see Bad, Bad Street now. Uh, JR talks about WCW is 
looking to crown its first light heavyweight champion coming up in the next few months. So, yay, another belt we're introducing. <laughs> Although the first champion is very worthy, I will say that. I won't say who it is. Hayes is, met, uh, Hayes is on commentary with Jim Ross, and he says, are you really dating downtown Julie Brown from MTV? And then Hayes says something about, we'll not talk about the things you've been doing. And him and JR start chuckling. And I'm just thinking to myself, boy, I guess the rumors are true. Jim Ross was getting his freak on back in 91 in Atlanta. Uh, With downtown Julie Brown? No, with whatever other fun things they were talking about him doing. Because that's what Hayes said. He's like, well, let's not talk about the things you've been doing, Jr. And then they both start laughing like two fucking children that near grow up. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, um, we get a DDT from the second turnbuckle from Bad Street, aka Brad Armstrong, to pick up the win. Uh, Doc, did you have anything else from this one? Well, I don't know that Johnny Rich is a light heavyweight. No. I don't think I don't think they were saying this was like um oh, okay. a light heavyweight match. I I just think they were I might have you know that. it was yeah, it was just JR saying we're going to have a light heavyweight belt coming soon. But okay. I agree. I don't think Johnny This did. was not a great match either, which is disappointing cuz of Brad Armstrong. I just think it's just a cold match that's kind of just thrown on TV and it's like Okay. Eh, I believe that too. Do here? Yeah. You know. Did that just say lifesaver holes? <laughs> yeah, they just brought those back, didn't they? Maybe uh, I saw I, them on here. You would be the guy to know. <laughs> Why? I just caught this. Holes. It was the holes. You know how the, the, the you know, yeah. there's a hole in the middle. And, that, and, Le- and that's what's yes. from the middle. But, yeah, like a donut hole. We- right. Exactly. Did they use Harper to punch the holes with his tongue? Come on. Uh, <laughs> they keep on hitting it until it gets bigger and bigger, then just like a thin ring, and then you, and you just bite it. Is, wait, are you talking about your girl or a life? Hey, come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Remember on Christmas, they used to have the, the fucking book? Oh, yeah, I got one. I got one every year. Yeah. I ate that shit on before before the twenty sixth. Yeah. Wait. Wait. What? Bro, you got this like it was like this Christmas book, and you open it up, and instead of pages on each side, it was like this plastic thing of like six rolls on each side of 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 lifesavers. Yeah. You don't remember those, Mike? I got that every year. Yeah. Send send me a picture, Hawk. My kids (laughs) have like an Oculus and a PlayStation Four, and they're like, I'm bored. I was like, y'all need to get some lifesavers for Christmas. <laughs> okay, here's what's going to happen. Behind, I'm going to peek, peek behind the scenes of this thing. Whenever Harper or Doc start talking about something that I don't know what it is or Doc and I are like, don't know what something is that Harper's talking about, he immediately goes to his phone. He finds exactly what he's talking about, and he sends it to us. So I'm just waiting on my phone to vibrate over here what? to get a picture and then, and then of this go, bullshit that they're this? talking about. Yeah, come on, Mike. I remember those those little bullshit, like, there were Christmas books, and, and there was, like, about, yeah, about six or four. You got, like, some side. butterscotch. Yeah. And the peppermint, and the winter green, and the wild Christmas cherry. In the books? 
when the book on. it was looked like a book it was a fake right book. can you just send me a picture of it right, i don't right, know what right, you're talking God about almighty life well, they still make this shit god it's it's 14 dollars bullshit <laughs> he just found I it i found one for five bucks on doordash King on a budget. She got, got that shit stuck in my fucking head now. <laughs> you can't do the, that. You can't he's do that. The Burger King thing song. <laughs> I'm going to win the lottery by Burger King and shut him down. Bro, that would be great. That would be great. All right, okay, let's keep well, moving. This shit's got we, more but, in it now than it used to. Oh, look, look, they found something. Yeah, they used to have one, two, three, four, five. They had six on each side. And that was it. Right. And they were in a big plastic, like clear plastic wrapper, and you had to take them out and cut that to get to the individual rolls of candy. Right. And then they had that bullshit one that was the five flavors. Man, fuck that. Give me some wild cherry. I don't know what y'all are talking about. I just sent it to you. I'm I'm waiting to get it. I'm it's I used coming to think through. that I was low class for for Christmas, but then I ran into you. I mean, Probably everyone get, gets. I mean, I think it was mandatory to get those. Yeah, I think. What happened? Did your dad just walk in there on Christmas morning and peg you with an orange and go here, Merry Christmas? Yeah, here's a carton of Marlboro Red. Smoke up, Johnny or Michael, whatever your name is. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> wrong house, Michael. That's nice. I was at your um, I was at your half brothers that you don't know about's house last night. Sorry. Why? Why? Seriously. All right. Let's see. Let's see what this is. Hopper sent me. Um, Doc, do you still have a picture of the fast relief thing? No. We we need to send that to Hopper. You know. Okay. What would give I, me fast I remember relief? this, but I don't ever remember getting this. No. Okay. No. Oh, not, it, not that I see it. I don't I don't remember getting that. Every I, year from when I was old enough to have enough teeth to, to chew them until yeah. I was probably 16 or 17. Every year. That's pretty damn impressive. But I, I yeah, I didn't um I didn't get it. I didn't I didn't damn. That that is impressive though, just kind of looking at it like I just just never got. I'd it. sit there. We I'd get it from my grandparents' house. I'd be sitting in the back seat, no seatbelt, on the way home, just eating as many as I could in the car on the way home. And, and my mom would lean in the back seat and go, "You know, you better brush your teeth tonight. Your teeth are going to rot out of your head." Bruh, wasn't that the worst lie they told us? Oh, like yeah. you know, you got. I was trying to brush my teeth. Roaches are going to crawl in my mouth. Yeah, that one too. <laughs> Just that's that's awesome. Just they they told us so many lies that Look, when you're a parent, you don't realize this till you're a parent. You're just saying whatever you need to say <laughs> right. to get to the end. Of the, like I, I I don't think people understand that don't have kids. It's like when your kids finally go to bed for the end for the day, you you take this big, and it's not like I hate them. I love them and I love to be around them and they're interesting and they're funny to me. <laughs> And it's a whole thing. Kids. I like being a dad. <laughs> but there's a point when it's like it's time for bed and they they shut it down and you're like, Wow, that was a lot today. 
All right. You know what my mom used to fucking tell me? I, I remember she told me that, you know, those little, those blue freezer packs that you keep in your lunch to stay cold. Yes. Well, they used to make them when we were kids. They were in the shape of like an orange or, you know, a cherry. And it was a, and it was a cap. And I was like, what the fuck is this? My lunchbox. I was like, don't open that. If you open it up, it's going to blow up. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? And then I'm sitting here just looking at this in my lunchbox. Uh, you know, in the cafeteria. I was like, why would my mom give me something like this? That's going to blow up if yeah, I accidentally open it. I wanted to open it so bad. <laughs> ah, did you ever open it? No. I thought it was going to blow up like a fucking hand grenade in my, in my lunchbox. <laughs> he thought it was going to blow up like a hand grenade. This is the point where, where somebody out there is like, these three, old, these three old bastards are laughing and talking about everything but wrestling. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I tell you what, let's keep going. We got I, 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 we going to talk about five-star relief in a second because I sent the text uh, of, of the screenshot to y'all. Dusty and Dustin Rhodes are here to cut a promo. They're with Paul Lee, and we need to see what they got to say as they're on TV today. Ross, I'm here in the media room with the natural Dustin Rhodes and his father, the American dream Dusty Rhodes and natural. In just a few moments, the opportunity of a lifetime for you. You will step into the ring with stunning Steve Austin for the world's TV title. You know, Paul dangerously wants my daddy held the world TV title in just a few short minutes from now. The natural Dustin Rhodes. Steps in the ring with you, stunning Steve, for the world TV title. I will not let you down, brother. And all you fans across the land that are watching this, know one thing, that I'm going to walk out in just a few short minutes the world TV champion. Ooh, let me talk about baby picture. Let me talk about my back pocket. Let me talk about how proud I No, how proud I am. Each and every man out there, every mama out there that has a child, has a baby, has somebody grown up that made anything at all out of itself, even the ones that have it, they proud of it. I'm proud of this young man. Let me tell you about Steve Austin. He's a meme. We talked about him. Use your head. Concentrate and focus. And when you do, no title I've ever held, no reign I've ever held would mean more to me than you bringing that home. And you're going to do it today, baby. I know it. Why, Dustin, I just wanted to thank you for those beautiful roses that you sent to me. Roses? What? I didn't send you no roses. As a matter of fact, I don't think I would ever send any person like you any roses. Oh, yes, you did, Dustin. <clears throat> just you wait until stunning Steve Austin finds out about this. Roses? Roses? He sent her Wait a minute. We talked about concentration. We talked about staying focused. That right there, my man, is a leader of the evening. Trying to take your focus off your concentration. And don't let it happen. You've got dues to be paid and to be done. So let's go talk about that. Forget about that. Well, here we go now to the ring for the world's TV title. Stunning Steve Austin against the natural... Dustin Rhodes. Okay. Um, oh, Doc, what did you think about uh, Dustin's promo there and Dusty getting mad at Dustin who about the roses from Lady Blossom and even though he denies giving her roses. I got caught off, thrown off guard when Dustin called Dusty brother. Yeah. 
Yeah. Did you ever call your dad brother? Hey, <laughs> hey, brother. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. Let me hey, tell you something, brother. You go take the fucking garbage out. <laughs> you see that garbage, brother? You can stick it, Jack. Excuse me. What did you say? Uh, yes, sir. I'll be taking the trash out in a second. Boy, did sir. you fall on your head and and hurt yourself earlier today? <laughs> Dad's in the seventy and his seventies and eighties would be like. Fuck you, said. Uh, I think my dad would have just been like, if I get up to take the trash out for you, I'm also going to kick your ass. Well, these kids today don't know how good, how good no, they got it. No, they don't have a clue. No. Ass whoopings for just looking the wrong way. Just so they can stay in practice, man. I ain't done nothing wrong in a long time, so they just needed to stay in practice. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> what are you doing? I've been uh, good. Yeah, but I need to keep this hand up, you know, just in <laughs> Just in case. Okay. All right. On that note, uh, any any thoughts on Dusty and Dustin's promos there? Doc, All right. I guess. Yeah, fine. So we go to the match. It is Dustin Rhodes versus Stunning Steve Austin. And, um, boy, they give him a good bit of time, man. Uh, it went a while. I thought the crowd was into this. I mean, it's by far, I think, the best match on the show. I don't know if you really – I mean, we really didn't have anything else to sink our teeth into. Doc, what do you have from this one? Does Austin's hair come out of that ponytail super-duper fast? Yes. It's already out. It's almost like yeah. it's almost like he doesn't know how to put it in a ponytail. Oh, he was just using a cheap rubber band and it just popped like pop. Yeah. Is there a non cheap rubber band? <laughs> I, need I mean, premium. I need right? premium rubber bands. I mean, I you, rubber bands, bro. You know what I mean? Like you get you're the working at some the- rubber band con- company makes rubber bands and like our rubber bands are the best in the business. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean when I say that. I mean, you got these little bitty flimsy skinny ones versus, you know, thick ones. Yeah. Mike. But it right. yeah, it popped it pops out. Okay. Um what else? Did Doc? They they worked real slow. Well, they are in Iowa. Okay. Come on. You don't you don't you need to draw with you need to draw the script with crayons when you're in that place. No, I don't mean it like that. Oh. It's just like I mean, they can slow it down and still get over. Yeah. Okay. Um, hard to believe, though, that we don't see some potential with these two fellas. As in, WCW doesn't see potential. Right. Yeah. Fucking never understand that. Just. Uh, but once again, we got talent on this. <laughs> we got a lot of talent here, man. Got a lot of talent. What are we going to do with it? Eh, I don't know. Austin will never amount to nothing. We'll send Dustin up north. He'll become gold dust. <sighs> yeah. Um. Anything else, Doc? They do work um, slow. Yeah, but they work to a good finish here. So why don't you take they us do. to the finish? Because they, they, they got there. Yeah, I'm going to it now. All right, for the finish. So... 
we get an inside cradle by Dustin, but Austin uh, kicks out. Uh, there's a double bump as they collide in the middle of the ring. Lady Blossom gets into the ring and is helping Austin up. Dustin drop kicks Austin uh, into Blossom. Blossom was uh, uh, Blossom bumps. Dustin then hits the bulldog on Austin and is about to win the title. But Lady Blossom breaks up the pin and we end up having a DQ. So I actually, the way they did it, I thought was good because, you know, Austin's a champ, but he he really doesn't win and he's, he's saved from winning or losing. He was about to lose and he's saved by Lady Blossom. So I thought, to me, Dustin Rhodes comes out looking really strong here. Austin hadn't been here that long, but I mean, we all know he won the title relatively quickly. So I thought, um, I guess this is how you do it, man. You know, you don't want to have Dustin take a pin. So it's free TV. Well, we'll just do a DQ. Dustin wins, Austin loses, but Austin retains the title. So to me, I thought this was well done. What'd you think, Doc? Yeah, I didn't have a problem with that at all. I mean, unless you're going to switch the title, you got to do something. Right. And so I think this is yeah. fine. I'll count beating up a woman. He gave her I roses. Think, <laughs> I think to roses really smell like boo boo. I know we don't. Yeah. I know we don't cover modern wrestling anymore. You don't know that stuff, do you, Mike? No, I don't care about it either. You never but really got I, into Outcast. Oh, that's what you were singing. Yeah. yeah. I caught it now. Yeah. Roses really like smell like ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. No, you like to think your shit don't stink. Yeah, that was good shit. Yeah. See, we can I all like come it. together. Yeah. See, we can all find a common ground as long as we cater to your limited tastes. Mm-hmm. You were singing it so bad. I mean, I just didn't get it. I'm tired, place. dude. I'm, I'm falling apart over here. You, you know, let me tell you what I liked about this match. If this was on TV nowadays, some one of those two would have ate the pin, and they they literally have Austin, who's the champ, eat the pin in a non-title match, even though he's the TV champion, and do nothing that's with the ty- it anyway. That's the type of dumb stuff they do today. Yeah, you, you know who gets mad? When, you know who gets mad when we talk about modern wrestling? Who? Everyone, me, the crank, the crank master. Who's that? Yeah, which one? Oh. Your buddy specific. from your your Pittsburgh buddy, Hopper. Well, we've got we're huge in Why? Pittsburgh, so and I would imagine Bruh, anybody that that dude to this will show. defend that moron. I'm not even gonna say his name. He in the Facebook group, he will defend anything modern, bro. It could be a fucking shit on the top of the pole match, and the guy's got to grab it and squish it to win, and he's gonna be like, "Oh, booking was great, loved it, perfect." Yeah. That's the type of stuff Javorski likes. What a dipshit. You just said his name. I know. I it slipped. Murder's movie? Yes. What is it? I wasn't watching. The Harley Davidson in the mobs. Oh, God. The Marble Mickey Man. Rourke. Yeah. Boy, they... Big John Studd was in that. Okay. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, any other thoughts on Austin, though, Doc? No, they were. I mean, there's especially on this episode, nothing wrong with what they just did. All right. 
five star relief next week, Doc. Harper's not gonna be with us next week because then we got to do the clash the week after that. It's evergreen, dude. Yeah. Okay. All right. If you want to know what five star relief is, we'll talk about it at some point. But just look up the product called Penetrix. <laughs> That's yeah. Okay. So what, what is? Hey, John- I'm a bad man. Johnny B. Bad with Teddy Long is taking on someone named Larry Corey. We get a picture and picture from Johnny B. Bad and Teddy Long. Teddy Long predicts that Johnny will be the next U.S. champion. Remember, we got the title coming up, title tournament coming up. Uh, when he when uh, t- when Johnny wins that tournament, uh, it is a week from tomorrow night in Atlanta. So it's a week and a day, eight days away from the seventeenth. It's a quick match. Johnny hits the left hook. He knocks out Larry Corey for the win, which is what it should have been. I don't have anything else from it because it was quick, like it needed to be. Doc, any thoughts? What if? Johnny B. Bad had cornrows. Cornrows? Yeah. Uh, that wouldn't have worked in 91, I don't think. Okay. But at that point in time, like, braids were the thing. Oh, okay. yeah, that's yeah, you, yeah, that's what you did, right? That's, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was my gimmick at one point. <laughs> or Jerry Curl. No. Come no. on. No, come on. But... How would you I'll never forget you, sent, you sent me that picture. You're like relaxing on a bed and you had the crisscross shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> this is back about wrestling. Days. Like, why, don't, why don't I see a ring anywhere? Why are you laying on yeah, a bed? Yeah, that was I was I was by my uh, I was by my aunt's house. I could tell I know what picture you're talking about. I was by my aunt's house. That was after my first match. I was like, what the fuck happened to your head? Yeah. I had the crisscross braids, yeah. Hopper. Yeah, crisscross to make you jump, jump, jump. jump. Daddy Mac will make you jump, jump, jump. jump. Jeez. All right. Um, Let's keep moving. Anytime Uh, I think that the music my kids listen to, pop music they listen to is stupid. I got to remember how stupid everything is when in the pop music world. Bruh, the music today is terrible. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's, 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 it has no identity. It's terrible. My, like, my ten-year-old Latrell, which obviously is a fake name, likes the <laughs> rock music, and he's like, "Dad, why can't I get anybody who's younger than fifty to do anything cool?" You know who his favorite band is right now that he's really into? Harper. Who? What? Who would a ten-year-old be into? Like, like, think like us. Oh, at, if we were ten. Uh... Iron Maiden? Close. Kiss? Nah. Who? Metallica. Oh, well, yeah, well, that's a gimme. Yeah. But he's like, dude, these guys. past 50. Yeah, he's like, these guys are almost 60 years old. And I'm like, I know. He goes, how come no? I was like, bruh. I was like, a generation before you sold out rock music and turned it over to the hip hoppers. Yeah. (laughs) You ought to ask yourself, how come they can't get someone over fucking 20 to sound like anything. Well, we're not going to save the music business here tonight, but we, no. what we are going to do is hear Larry Z <laughs> cut this promo. We're about to save this episode is what's about to happen. That's so I'm going to hit exactly play right. because Johnny B. Bad has defeated Larry Corey. And to wrap this week's episode up, we go to Arn Anderson and Larry Zabisco to cut a promo to send us home. Thank God we did something decent. Here it is. 
week, ladies and gentlemen, here on the broadcast, the Enforcers will take on the Patriots in a semifinal match. The winner will advance to the finals and hopefully become the new World Tag Team Champions. You know, I've seen a lot of losers come and go over the past 15 glorious years. Next week, we're adding two more names, and I'm talking about the Patriots, Chip and Todd. You know, if this fireman <laughs> had any brain, he'd realize that when you play with the stuff, you get burned. And if this Todd champion learned anything from being in the special forces, that he will know more than anybody. He will know more than anybody that the pen is not mightier than the sword. So when you get in the ring and you see Arn Anderson and you see Larry Zbysko, you will know more than anybody that we are the next WCW heavyweight tag team champions of the world. As I sat in the back area, I looked around at 50 of the finest athletes it's ever been my honor to be associated with. And each and every one of them would sell their soul to be the world tag team champions. So if you are in fact going to tempt fate and step in to the inevitable and make your interruption, understand one thing. We will go to any lengths to get what we deserve. Walk away. A life you saved may be your own. Jesus Christ. This man had 30 seconds and he on this two-hour episode. One of them. And he, to the rescue. he hits a grand slam. Like, I can't. I'm sitting there watching this episode taking notes. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's dragging. Like, it moved fast, but it was also dragging. And I get to Arn at the end, and I go, fuck, that's the Rolex. So my <laughs> question is this, because I liked what, Zabisco was doing, but why did he say the pen was mightier than the sword? I think he used to say that, didn't he? Yeah, I, that, that's because he he says that a lot, either during this era or even well, that, after or before. Yeah, I think when he did commentary, he used to say it. But it makes no sense uh, yeah. for a guy that was in special forces, is what I mean. Well, he wasn't out in the in the desert writing a novel. Well. Okay. I'm not, look, I'm not going to throw a flag on it when Arn just saved an episode from being a D minus <laughs> or I a D plus. So it, that was phenomenal. The finish, <laughs> two hour episode, they gave Arn 30 seconds. That's and he that's just, all he needed. He walked up, look, it was the bottom of the ninth. His team was down three to nothing. Bases loaded. Pitcher looked at him, stares down the, you know, stares him down. Arn looks right down the barrel at some bitch and says, "You throw whatever the piss you want. I'm knocking this out the park." And he hits a grand slam, and they walk off and win. That's what that promo felt like after a two-hour episode. And I'm not even a baseball person. It's a dying sport. Oh God, I shouldn't have said that. Oh no, you shouldn't say that. They're gonna oh, have no. the fucking robots do with the strike zone and the. Uh, I know. In the minors. They need to get some robots calling these NFL games. Oh, wait, no that shit. wouldn't work because now we can't nah, book the territory like we want. Robot to do exactly yeah. what you want it to. You know what? That's true. <laughs> That's true. You we can program the a robot. Act. We're going to go right. from booking these games to writing the code for these games. Mm, <laughs> it's just going to be like that Nintendo game, Baseball Wars, the way the fuck it was called. Remember that with the robots playing baseball? No, I played RBI. Okay. 
Um, all right, so that's how they wrap up the show, and uh, we need to rate it and hand out some Rolexes. Before we do so, I want to remind you all to please consider becoming a patron, tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. We do have a clash coming up, plus all of our previous clashes and pay-per-views are up there as well, along with the World Class shows, ECW shows, NWA Power shows. You can access all of our patron content over 300 plus episodes at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. That includes the video versions of these shows that Doc and Harper and I review. Uh, tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Look, we don't do ads on this show. Be like that moron Javorski and, you know, some of the other people on the Facebook page and group and become a patron just like they are. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Look, we brought a man back to life. Brother Dave unconvinced Ray on Twitter. You know, we brought him back to life. He was in a coma. He woke up listening to Harper describe his friend having relations with a deaf girl. And um, it brought him back to life. So if that if our podcast can do that, you know, I think we uh, deserve some patronage. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. All right, Doc. Well, rate it and Rolex it. Or what are you going to rate this thing? Uh. Yeah, that's a great that's a great way to describe Ugh. it. I feel like I am being very very generous here. Okay. Um, too generous. All right. C plus. We're not really doing anything. Yeah, I'm. Well, we are doing something. It's just not good. The World Tag Title Tournament. There were several matches. It's just not. It's just not good. So I mean, what I'm that, saying is, it doesn't feel like anything. So yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm. No, no, no. I hear you. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna go C plus as well. Oh wow! I'll give it a C, and okay. that's being nice. Cause this shit was two hours long. All I right. I think it's funny that we we ward off any criticism of our grades by like, look, <laughs> we're being nice and generous. Yeah. It could have been worse. So before right. you complain, <laughs> think about that. Yeah. You know. Y'all you know what's funny? Showed up. You know what's funny? You're lucky Let's... we showed up. The good point, over. And <laughs> you, know... you didn't have to worry about going forward three times, 30 seconds on the gimmick, and then back 15 to try to find where the content picks up again. Right. What's hilarious about what you just said, of all the things that I get complaints about, us rating the shows bad has never been one of them. That's because we're accurate as hell. No one has ever said, oh, my God, how can you give classic wrestling a D? Like, no one has ever said that. No one. He said no one, Harper. Settle down. No, Yeah, no. that's what I'm saying. Nobody ever says, like, they'll they'll complain about, you know, us being, you know, not politically correct or things like that. But but in terms, yeah, being children, you know, Harper, Jesus Christ, Harper, I'm, I'm trying to, like, make a serious comment and Harper's going bump stop, bump stop, bump stop, bump like he's Beavis and Butthead over there. Uh, like stuff like that. But but when we rate it, no one ever says, Oh my God, y'all got you were you were too tough on it. It should not have been a D. It should have been a, a B minus. No one ever says that. And I get tons of right. messages. So it's it's interesting that to hear y'all say that. But um yeah, I, I, I'm I'm in agreement with the, all the ratings. Okay, uh so your Rolex stock is it gonna be like mine? Uh there's no way you don't give it to Arn. It's gotta be Arn. Well, I guess I don't have a choice now. You told me it has to be Arn, so give me Arn. If you don't give that to Arn, who would you give it to if not Arn? No one. Austin maybe and no, Austin, no, 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 it's, it's Arn. 
or Dusty. See, I wouldn't give it to Dusty, uh, to, to Dusty, because he gives roses to women of the night. So you can't trust him with something like a Rolex. Yeah, he did sell it for more roses. All right. So I'm on giving it to Arn. You're giving it to Harper. You got to be giving it to Arn. No way you're not, right? Harper? Hey. He's, he, he's, yeah, we're here. Where'd you All go? Right. I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, you, well. You giving your Rolex to Arn? Yes. All right. All right. Before we get out of here, I do want to mention Harper's uh, life advice, relationship advice, video services, and shout outs. You know, we cut out the middleman that does that video thing a couple years ago. Harper is still doing his videos and relationship advice. And if you want him to cut a promo on a family member or friend, you want him to cut a promo on you. All you got to do is email him to ChrisHarper16Wildcat with a K at gmail.com. That's ChrisHarper16Wildcat with a K at gmail.com. And then PayPal him to 20 bucks to CC30388CC at yahoo.com. If you missed any of that, it is in the show description and you can find it all there. All right, fellas, it's late. Uh, we all got to work in the morning. Doc, you got anything before we throw it to Harper to hit the tagline so we can ride off into the sunset and then go enjoy a weekend of football uh, in a few days? No. Harper, hit the tagline. Let's roll. <laughs>